My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, episode 173 of Vinyasa Yoga Practice with Applied Anatomy to help you learn how to integrate anatomy lessons into your poses. Now, anatomy is one of those things that I found really difficult to understand early on in my studies. And I've always been very interested in the body and learning about how to move optimally and what is healthy, functional, optimal range of motion in the body. And when I did my first teacher training, a lot of the anatomy stuff just went over my head. And I really wanted to get it and I memorized the things I needed to, but ultimately I didn't really get it for a few more years of my own practice, working with physical therapists and personal trainers, and actually even becoming a certified personal trainer myself to learn how to integrate this stuff into our movements. And one of the main things that I learned was about this movement of internal and external rotation, which I'll explain more throughout the class today. And that's how I find it really helpful to start to learn anatomy, is just learn a couple major movements Often these things come in pairs. So there's internal and external rotation. There's nothing else. There's, it's a pair of movements. So if you know one, you know the opposite. And if you can address the one movement, you can also address the opposite. So I'll explain that in today's practice and how to integrate that into your poses. And really the main issue is that I would go to a lot of classes with great teachers and they would talk about something like external rotation. They'll say externally rotate your shoulders and I would say uh, in my head, like, okay, am I doing that? I don't know. And they didn't explain. They didn't demonstrate it. They didn't show us. So I didn't know. So I find it very important as a teacher myself to, if I'm going to talk about a concept, to explain what it is and show you and demonstrate it. So I walk you through it in today's class and in the new free guide that I created at quietmind.yoga slash pose guide. So this is a free video training where I walk you through some of the most common poses and the alignment of them, the actions of them, and help you find your unique alignment within these movement patterns. So yes, we're all completely unique and we all have these abilities to do certain actions with the body, like internal and external rotation, right? No matter how much range of motion you have or not, we're all, can, we're all working towards that action in certain poses. For example, like in Chaturanga, if you were to internally rotate your shoulders, that would put your fingers pointing towards each other, towards your center of your mat, and your elbows pointing out, away from your ribs. And you lower down, and that is a very suboptimal position for the shoulders to be holding weight of your, the weight of your body. So internal rotation in Chaturanga is going to lead to issues with the shoulder External rotation in Chaturanga is optimal, right? So when we know these kind of actions like this, it helps us know how to move safely in our poses and how to optimally build strength and flexibility and balance, which is what I'm always here to help you develop strength, flexibility, and balance in your practice. So check out that free guide, quietmind.yoga slash pose guide, where I walk you through several of the most common poses on video. And if you want more video instruction, check out the Quiet Mind Yoga membership at quietmind.yoga. There's hundreds of classes now with every topic, length, and style of class that you could want. And with me and our other amazing teachers there, quietmind.yoga. All right, as always, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment to leave a review, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on, and you can always reach out to me at quietmind.yoga on Instagram and let me know how your practice is going. If you have any feedback or requests, I always love to hear. So thank you for listening and enjoy your practice today. Let's start with the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart, to each other, and the sound of OM to start the practice. Inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. Inhale for Om. Om. 
exhale, release the hands down. <clears throat> and we'll start with the blocks. So one at the highest height, one at the middle height behind you. I'll get you actually. So we'll lay back onto that. So it's like supported back bend. Uh, one block's under the head, one block's under the shoulders, or below the shoulder blades. And just take your time to set it up, because we'll stay for several breaths. You want to make sure you feel comfortable, supported, like you could stay for a long time. And so right here, the spine is extending, which we'll focus more on that next week of the spinal movements. But here today, focusing on the shoulders. Uh, so here, if you try to internally rotate your shoulders, your arms, you turn your palms down, and you feel your shoulder heads sort of start to push forward. That's what we generally don't want. So let's do the opposite. Turn the palms up. External rotation in the shoulders. Feels a little more spacious, a little more open, and a little more relieving on the the back, the shoulders, the chest, this whole area. And we'll hold and breathe there. The legs right now, again, if you internally rotate the thighs, the legs, the toes start to turn in, feels awkward and tense. Generally, when we're laying, we don't want that, so let your legs naturally just fall, which is usually going to be a little external rotation. And when you start to notice these things in the postures, it makes it a lot easier to figure out if your alignment is right as far as like safe alignment principles in the body. Because it's either going to be internal or external. It's only one or two options that you can really rotate. So you're noticing the emphasis on external rotation. Now you're in the pose, just relaxed, slow, deep breathing, sort of setting the pace, the tempo for the flow practice later. If you want a little bit more opening in the chest and shoulders, you can move your arms out more like a T, or even overhead to hold opposite forearms. And then we'll slowly release the hands down and start to come up off of the blocks. So we'll move the blocks to the side and lay down onto the back without the blocks. <clears throat> Hug the knees in to rock a little side to side, massaging the back. So hold outside of the feet or the shins for happy baby pose. And again here, the arms and legs are a little externally rotated. The legs more so than the arms. But another example where we want to emphasize that external rotation more than the internal rotation. There's only a few postures really where we want to emphasize internal rotation in the shoulders. Uh, but there's quite a few for the legs that we'll get to later. And then bring the feet together down to the mats into Supta Baddha Konasana, supine bound angle. So now the legs are really externally rotated and hold and breathe there. Arms can rest beside you or arms overhead. Breathing down to the lower belly, a little bit slower, deeper breaths. Starting with some simple opening postures and connecting with the breath. We'll slowly progress into deeper postures. And bring your knees back towards each other and cross the right knee over the left knee like eagle pose. And here we do want some internal rotation in the, in the femurs and the thighs. And then your right arm under the left arm, wrapping the elbows, grabbing the shoulders or grabbing the hands in Garudasana arms, eagle arms. And there's a little internal rotation in the arms as well here. 
a little hold right there, staying on the back, or you can turn this into more of a sort of crunch, rounding the back elbows towards the knees. And hold and breathe there, making this a little more active, a little more strengthening. <clears throat> now slowly let that go, and we'll go to the other side. Left knee over right, left elbow under right. Supta Garudasana, supine eagle pose. Emphasizing the slight internal rotation of the thighs, the femurs, and the arms, the humerus. And slowly release from there. And we'll grab a block now. So we'll bring the block between the thighs, squeezing the legs together with the block there for a little pressure to emphasize that squeezing of the block together. So if you try to pull the block away from the legs, you can't because it's being held so firmly by the legs. All right, so we're gonna use that in a couple postures to find a little internal rotation of the thighs. And you can even do that here, slightly internally rotate the thighs, your feet will move apart. Slightly externally rotate, your feet move together. But we're gonna emphasize more of that internal rotation in the thighs here. Now from there, lift head and shoulders, palms face up. <clears throat> so the arms are externally rotated, legs extend out into low boat. So you need to have that slight internal rotation maintained in the thighs to hold the block there. If you want more arms overhead, like you're doing a handstand, hold and breathe there. If it's too much, you can come back down with the arms. Looks really good, everyone. And we'll slowly bring the knees in and move the block. Rock forward and back along the spine to come all the way up to downward facing dog. So we'll take our attention off of the anatomical stuff for a little while and just move with the breath and we'll come back to it. Just focus more on feeling the connection of breath and body, getting into your body, noticing the breath. Don't worry too much about alignment here, as long as it feels right in your body. And from here, we'll <clears throat> step the right foot forward, left knee down. Inhale, float the arms up into Anjaneyasana, low lunge. <clears throat> Any arm variation here, you can bend the elbows or keep the arms up if you want. Lower the hands down, step forward to forward fold, Uttanasana. Just hang out here, letting the head release, neck release. And step the right foot back into a low lunge on the other side. Right knee down, arms float up, or any arm variation here. And back to down dog. Forward to the plank pose, shoulders over wrists. And slowly down to the belly, all the way down to some version of a back bend. Low cobra, locust, or up dog if you want. Just going slow, building mind-muscle connection. Doesn't matter how it looks, just what feels active, engaged, present in your body. Slowly lower down, back to down dog. Look between the hands, step or hop to the front of the mat. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold in. Inhale to reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift. Exhale to plank, to chaturanga or belly, to cobra or up dog. And back to down dog at your own pace, no rush. Holding in down dog for a moment. Next inhale, right leg reaches straight back. 
Exhale, step it forward, low lunge, left knee down. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale to plank to chaturanga. To inhale to cobra up dog. And exhale back to down dog. Again, holding, breathing here for a moment. Next, inhale, left leg back. Exhale, forward, low lunge, right knee down. Inhale, float up. Exhale, step forward, forward fold, front of the mat. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, fold in. Inhale, reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, chaturanga belly. Inhale, the cobra up dog. Exhale, back to down dog. Hold and breathe in down dog. Next, inhale, right leg back. Exhale, forward, high lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, back to chaturanga, up dog, down dog, or right to down dog. From here, left leg back, inhale. Exhale, forward lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, step forward, forward fold, Uttanasana. Inhale, half lift, Ardha Uttanasana. Exhale, fold, Uttanasana. Inhale, all the way up. Exhale, hands to hearts. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, chair pose. Hold and breathe here for a moment. Just make sure hips, knees, and toes pointing in the same direction. Next, exhale, forward fold at the waist. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, chaturanga, up dog, down dog, or right to down. Now we'll lift the right leg back to open the hip with a bend in the knee. Stay there, or left shoulder could dip down if that feels right for you. Next, inhale, straight back. Exhale, knee to nose, rounding the back, holding here, creating space in the core as you sort of suck the ribs in and reach the back up, holding here. And then next, inhale, straight back. Exhale, step forward, high lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Warrior two, as you exhale, back heel down, arms extend. Hold and breathe here for a moment. Feet press down and apart, activate outer hips. Shoulder blades press down and together, activate the lower traps. Next, exhale, vinyasa to down dog or right to down dog. Left leg back to open the hip with a bend in the knee. Right shoulder could dip down if you like. And straight back on the inhale. Exhale, knee to nose, rounding the back, holding here, drawing navel in towards the spine. Next, inhale, straight back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Warrior two as you exhale. Hold and breathe again here on this side. Really good. Allison, watch your back arms drifting away. <laughs> okay. And then we'll float the hands down, vinyasa, or right to down dog. Look between the hands, step or hop to the front of the mat. 
Inhale the halfway lift. Exhale, fold Uttanasana. Inhale, chair pose, Utkatasana, holding, breathing here. Again, arms can be up alongside the ears or hands to hearts. Next, inhale, standing up, reach through the fingertips. Exhale, hands to hearts. Inhale to reach up. Exhale the chair pose, Utkatasana. Hold and breathe here. Next, exhale, forward fold. Inhale, half lift. Exhale to vinyasa or right to down dog. Now linking breath and movement, inhale, right leg straight back. Exhale, knee to nose, rounding the back. Inhale, straight back. Exhale, step forward, high lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, warrior two. Inhale, palms up, reach back. Exhale, side angle, right forearm to thigh, reaching the left arm and stay there or make circles with the left shoulder, any movement that feels good for the shoulder. Landing back into side angle or wrap your arm around the back to half bind or full bind right shoulder inside the knee. Now we've got some internal rotation in the shoulders, which we'll get back to in a little bit. Hold and breathe here. If you got the bind, deepen the bend in the front knee, open the left lung towards the ceiling, and then slowly release all that down. Chaturanga, up dog, down dog, or right to down dog. Linking breath and movement, inhale, left leg back. Exhale, knee to nose round. Inhale, straight back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, warrior two. Inhale, palms up, reverse warrior. Exhale, side angle, forearm to thigh, reaching right arm, stay there, or make movements in the shoulder, anything that feels good. Landing either to side angle or half bind, wrap the arm around the back, or full bind, left shoulder inside the knee to clasp the hands. Courtney, left arm inside. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a little, extra, a little internal rotation in the arms here, so you don't want to overdo it, but just enough to get to the bind or in that direction. Slowly release hands down, back to vinyasa or right to down dog. From here, look between the hands, step or hop to the front of the mat. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, fold in. Chair pose as you inhale. Hands to heart, standing as you exhale. Inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale to chair pose. Now holding this sort of shape as you lower your tail all the way down to Navasana boat. Arms can stay up, legs extend, or arms beside you, or support the legs. Any of these versions is fine. Find your block, put it between the thighs here, and now a little emphasis on internal rotation in the legs. In Navasana, again, knees can bend. Ardha Navasana, low boat, everything pretty much the same, but your low back touches the floor. Again, arms could come overhead, more challenging to Navasana boat to remove the block just for a moment. We'll come back to our chair pose. Maybe you can do that without taking the block out, but not very comfortable, especially with the cork blocks. So back to chair pose with the block between the thighs. The feet are about hips width. And again, any of these arm variations, hands either at the heart or arms extend. So you're emphasizing a little of leg adduction which we'll talk about later in this sort of series of classes. But there's a little, little bit of internal rotation in the thighs here. So they're not turning out, they're turning a little bit in. And then from here, we'll come into a forward fold, Uttanasana. Again, it's that little bit of internal rotation in the thighs, a little of that adduction squeezing together.
Now, if you feel real strong in your vinyasas, you can do the vinyasa with the block. But if that sounds crazy, just take the block out. <laughs> but if you want to try it, you can jump back with the block. <laughs> Chaturanga, up dog, down dog. <laughs> And then when we're in down dog, now is where we really can emphasize the internal rotation in the thighs, the thighs turning in towards the block. So if you don't have the block here, put the block between the thighs or adjust it if you need to. So this is something often overlooked, uh, but it's a great way to activate the legs and strengthen the legs in down dog. So again, your thighs are slightly turning in towards the block. It's happening in the femur, in the thigh bone. So holding, breathing here. You might feel like your sit bones widen a little bit in a good way. Not like your butt gets bigger, but your, your, your bones actually feel more spacious. So there's less compression on the sacrum. That's what we're going for here. When you emphasize the squeezing of the thighs, the sacrum can release some pressure. And then we'll take the block out from the legs. <laughs> Real graceful. <laughs> if we were giving points in yoga, that would be a deduction of points. <laughs> and lift your right leg straight back. Exhale, knee to nose. Inhale, straight back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. And now we're focused on the shoulders. So again, you can internally rotate, turn the back of the hands towards each other and feel how that probably doesn't feel so great in the arms. So we, we want to avoid that. We want to do the opposite. So turn the pinkies towards each other. And you can even go a little bit wider out with the arms. The shoulders work really well in this 45-degree angle, sort of like a Y shape. Any closer or wider is not as optimal. This 45-degree angle is real nice. And the pinkies towards each other. <clears throat> and then you want to make sure that you're um, not sticking your heart out too much or too little. Arms are about long inside the ears. So you can always do that with arms out or elbows bent. Let's all bend the elbows here, shoulders down the back. And now we'll get a little internal rotation. So we'll turn the palms away behind us, clasp the hands. So now you can feel the shoulder head stick forward a little bit, a little of that internal rotation. Turn your back heel down, finally, and lower your right shoulder inside your knee, arms coming overhead. <clears throat> Humble warrior. So in general, what happens is our arms tend to internally rotate throughout the day. There's a lot of postures where that, uh, that tends to be a mistake that happens in the posture is internal rotation. Uh, so generally, we want to emphasize external, but here it's okay to do a little internal. Release your hands down and step forward to forward fold. Just hold opposite elbows. Let your arms become heavy and let gravity sort of pull the arms down. So letting go of that work in the shoulders for a moment. Now we'll inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, vinyasa, or right back to down dog. Now, can you find that internal rotation in the thighs, that slight adduction and internal rotation, slight squeezing together of the thighs without the block? And you're looking for that sort of feeling in the sit bones and the sacrum, the lower back, where it feels like there's Less pressure on the low back. Next inhale, left leg straight back. Exhale, knee to nose, round. Inhale, straight back. Exhale, forward lunge. And float the arms up to high crescent lunge. And again, just focusing on the shoulders and the arms here. So if you want to stick with that Y shape, you can do that. You can do elbows bent like a W shape. Or if you want arms like locust, there's another way to externally rotate. Return the pinkies towards each other and the shoulder blades down and together. And it just makes you look tougher too, right? <laughs> this is like street warrior. <laughs> All right, and then interlace your hands behind your back. So now we're internally rotating. Turn the back heel down and forward fold, humble warrior. 
Doesn't matter how high the arms go, as you get more open here in the shoulders, they might go higher, but uh, don't need to force that. Especially with the internal rotation, we don't want to force anything. Lower the hands, step forward, see the forward fold. Inhale, lift halfway up. Exhale to fold and step back to vinyasa or right to down dog. And then again, forward to plank and all the way down to the belly. So we actually put the most weight on the arms with gravity when we're horizontal or working against gravity with the arms. So we're going to do that hands behind the back here and uh, fingers interlace, that internal rotation, and lift the arms here, maybe lift the legs as well in this version of locust. But if this feels like harder than the other ones, that's normal. It's, there's more weight here with gravity on the arms. Over time, you may be able to bring the heels of your hands together, palms of the hands together while you're interlacing. Yeah. And then we'll slowly let that release. And now the opposite. So bring your right arm straight out to the right and roll onto your right side. So we're getting into that chest and shoulder. Your left foot can land behind you. You wrap your left arm around the back, a little internal rotation in the left arm, but the right arm is externally rotated. So you want it, uh, your right arm straight out to the right, not forward, but yeah. So come back for a second. Get it straight on your mat. There you go. And then have this arm straight over here. Yep. Roll onto your side. There you go. Is that okay? Then? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then this arm can wrap around your back. So there's a little internal rotation there and an external there. Yeah. And we'll slowly release down to center to the other side. So this shape your uh, left arm is in right now, we'll use that uh, in some standing postures. We'll use it in dancer pose in a minute. Uh, so it's the same, you're sort of setting the mind-muscle connection right here for that. And we'll slowly start to come back out and back to down dog. And then to hands and knees, you can have your knees on a blanket or on the mat. Starting with uh, hands and knees, right leg straight back, left arm forward. And here with your left arm forward, uh, you can internally rotate, palm faces out to the left, or externally rotate it, palms turn up towards the ceiling. Of course, we want more of the external rotation here. Your right arm as well, your, your standing hands, a little external rotation. Now from here, bend the back knee. Keep that external rotation in your left arm as you reach for the pinky toe side of the foot, lifting the heart. And that should feel like a nice opener in the chest and shoulder because of that external rotation. Let's try the other side of the foot if you can. Pinky toe side. There you go. That's going to help this open up a little more. Can you feel that? Yeah. All right, and then slowly release and to the other side. Of course, you can grab the foot the other way. It's not wrong. It's just a different effect. And generally, it's going to emphasize more the internal rotation, which generally we don't want to do too much. So here again, bend the back knee. Reach for the pinky toe side of the foot to get your right shoulder into external rotation to open up. And slowly release. And here, we'll, hands and knees, one more balancing here. Either uh, Ardha Vashasana, so your right knee is down, half side plank, or right leg is straight as well. But we're going to focus on bending the, the top leg and catching the top of the foot. <laughs> and so it's going to be much easier with the right knee down. But if you're feeling adventurous, you can keep the right leg straight. 
And you can grab the top of the foot. Maybe you reach down to grab the bottom of the foot. So you get the extra rotation in the arm here. It's a little more tricky with this one. It's okay if you don't do it. All right, we'll come back down to the other side. And same thing. If it feels awkward on the knee to grab the bottom of the foot, just skip it. Totally fine. And slowly release down, back to down dog. Right, and down dog, notice your arms. A little external rotation is good here in the arms. A little internal rotation in the thighs. Next, inhale, straight back with the right leg. Exhale, step forward, high lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. And exhale, hands to heart. And we'll come into warrior three, slowly lifting the back leg and floating it up. The arms can be like uh, Y shape, W, any of the arm variations we've done. Even interlacing the hands behind the back. From here, maybe without touching the floor to Natarajasana. So now you bend the back knee, reach for the big toe side of the foot. Right arm counterbalances as you hinge at the front hip. Find a spot to focus the gaze. If you need to come in and out, totally fine. Find a little extension in the spine, kind of like cow pose. A little bit of a back bend. And then from here, a variation of this will touch the fingertips to the heel and create a little resistance. So if you push too much, you might cramp up in your hamstrings, but otherwise just uh, holding there to contract the hamstrings, your right hand can come to the hip. This is just to strengthen the legs a little bit while we're balancing here. Pushing onto the heel, pushing back with the heel into the hand. And then we'll let that go and extend the leg forward, pointing the toes, now contracting the quads, holding here for a moment. Doesn't matter how high you go, just listening to your body. Left hand either grabs the knee or the big toe, extending the leg here. It's a little, uh, the leg is neutral here for now. So we're keeping the leg not internally or externally rotated. And then just a little external rotation to open out to the left. Again, you can bend the knee, hold the knee, or hold onto the foot. To tree pose, foot to thigh, externally rotating. Now you can add a little resistance with your hand to the back of the thigh, pushing the hand and foot, the leg into each other. So it's like tree pose with resistance. Focus your gaze at a single spot. So this left leg is externally rotated, and we'll keep that into warrior two. Left hand on the waist, right hand to the right corner or block to half moon. And either stay there or bend the back knee, reach for the top of the foot. And again, you can either grab the tops, a lot easier here, or we could Go for the bottom or wrap around to the big toe side of the foot. And slowly release back down, warrior two. Now back to that tree pose one more time, the external rotation in the leg to ankle over thigh into standing pigeon. Hands at the heart or hands down to blocks. So even more external rotation in the left thigh here to the point of feeling that stretch. Maybe hands to the floor over time, maybe to the arm balance over time. And slowly coming back out, back up to stand, inhale to reach up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift. 
Exhale, vinyasa, or right to down dog. Again, in down dog, finding that slight external rotation in the arms, slight internal rotation in the legs. Next, inhale, left leg straight back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float up. Exhale, hands to heart. And lean forward, lifting the back leg. Any amount to warrior three, any arm variation. Find your balance. Keep that activation of the legs, the back. And maybe without touching down to Natarajasana dancer pose here. So you bend the back knee, reach for top of the foot on the big toe side. So your right thumb is facing towards the ceiling. And slowly into the back bend. Extending the spine. Slightly pushing with the leg, slightly pulling with the hand. And maybe without touching the floor from here, the activation of the hamstrings. So you're pushing the heel into the fingertips. So it's very similar to that shape, but now instead of pulling with the hand, you're pushing with the hand and pulling with the leg. And then from there to extend the right leg forward, pointing the toes. To either hold under the thigh or big toe with the first two fingers of the right hand, extending the leg. Slowly externally rotate the right hip, opening the knee out to tree pose, vrikshasana, foot to thigh or ankle or shin, hands on the waist, heart or overhead. And if you want more challenge for your balance, close one eye or both eyes. And from here to warrior two, Slowly back, keeping that external rotation in the hip. Right hand to the waist, left hand to left corner or block. Ardha Chandrasana, half moon. And you stay there or bend the back knee, reach for the top of the foot. In Chapasana. Everybody falls eventually. <laughs> and then slowly back to warrior two. And then maybe with one step back to the tree pose, vrikshasana, foot to thigh, or shin. And then to the standing pigeon, right ankle over thigh, hands to heart, any amounts. Like chair pose in the left leg. Maybe hands come to the blocks or to the floor. <laughs> and slowly back out. Inhale to reach all the way up. Exhale to come all the way down. Step out to your left to a wide-legged forward fold or any other uh, inversion you want to practice today. If you want to work on handstands at the wall or headstands or anything else, we'll have about a minute and a half for that. If you have any questions, let me know. If you're in the wide-legged forward fold, you can just hang out. So whatever feels good for you is your time. The main thing is just having the head below the heart, getting the benefits of inversion.
And when you're done, we'll meet back in the wide-legged forward fold. Hands under shoulders. And a little side-to-side -side movement. So bending one knee at a time, getting into the adductors. Maybe all the way to Skandasana, half squat. So now if you're moving all the way to Skandasana, there's definitely some internal external rotation happening in the hips. You can feel that moving as you go side to side. And then we'll come back to center to uh, hands on the knees into a horse stance, feet a little closer and then wider. And then we'll have the shoulder to opposite knee moving side to side. This is really more in the spine. It's not as much rotation in the shoulder and the arm. And we'll come back to the center and heel toe the feet together a little bit. Back to sort of chair stance. And here is like eagle pose. So shift the weight into the left foot. Let the right knee over the left. Right arm under the left. Holding opposite shoulders or wrapping the arms to hold hands. Just like we did on the back at the beginning. Legs and arms slightly internally rotating and adducting towards the center. And next, you inhale, release, and stand up. Exhale, back to chair pose, the switch to the other side. Left knee over right, left arm under right. And as you inhale, stand all the way up, reach. And exhale, fold all the way down. Bend the knees into Navasana Boats. Legs extend, heart lifts. Again, finding that sort of in, slight internal rotation, slight adduction of the legs, so the legs are strong even though you don't have the block here. Ardha Navasana Low Boat. Arms could come overhead, more challenging if you want. And we'll take one inhale together and exhale, release. Let all that effort go. Relaxing. So this is a pretty deep internal rotation in the shoulder. We've kind of warmed up for it. Uh, listen to your body. It's very easy to overdo this, so don't overdo it. You know, so uh, we'll reach the. The left palm is going to face down, and like you're trying to reach your left hand up your back. So if you're familiar with like Gomukhasana arms where you clasp the hands behind the back, it's kind of like that. So we're kind of like the half bind we did earlier. So now once you get that palm facing down and fingers moving up your back, you start to lay towards the arm. But again, real slow and gentle. You can overdo it here, but we're getting a pretty big internal rotation in the left arm. Right, so it looks like this, the palm is facing away, but you're laying down onto the arm and it's intensifying that stretch quite a bit. If it's too much, you go lower down the back, not as high up the back. And then we'll slowly come off of this side, real gentle to the other side. Palm faces down towards the ground. And as much as you can go, crawling the hand up the back to get, and then lowering down onto the hand. But if it's too much, you go lower down the back. And then slowly release, coming out. And hug the knees in, rock all the way up to you sitting. And we'll come over to hands and knees to move the hands off of the mat. And hands can be on the blanket if you want, but we're just going to be here for a moment. Uh, moving a little side to side, a little internal rotation in the shoulders with movement 
And you can go pretty far down towards the ground if that feels good for you. If it feels uncomfortable, don't go as deep. And then back to center. So you bring the right knee towards the right wrist for pigeon. External rotation in the right hip. Left hip's neutral and hands come down. And here you can uh, let your elbows out wide to stack your hands and rest the head on the hands if you want. Or any other variation of pigeon if you want. From here, start to come up to the hands and a little bit of strengthening of those external rotators. So push down through your right shin to create a length in the spine. And you might stay right here. You might reach your arms back like locust. If you're feeling more open, you might reach for the back foot, clasp, grabbing the foot with the hand or maybe even hooking with your elbow towards uh, king pigeon. Any version anywhere along the way, but really the focus is on your right leg pushing down into the ground, strengthening external rotators there. And then we'll slowly let all that release and go over to the other side. Left knee forward. And it's more resting pigeon. We start to wind down the practice. And we'll start to come up to active version of this, pushing down through the right or left shin and lengthening through the spine. You might reach your arms kind of like locust or go towards the king pigeon, bending back knee. Just want to make sure your knee's not rotating at all. Knee's just a hinge joint. Any version of this, pushing down through the front, like strengthening external rotators. And slowly release. And we'll come down to the back. Hug the knees in, rocking side to side. And then either just a simple twist, legs to the right, or you could cross the legs, stack the legs, any version of a twist. Palms up as you open the arms into a T or goalpost. And then slowly back to center to the other side. And then back to center to release the legs down. If there's any last movements you want to do before Shavasana, you can do that. But when you're ready, let's let everything release down to the floor. And in general, in Shavasana, just a little external rotation in the arms and legs. Your shoulder blades can move slightly down and together. Palms turn up, legs slightly open and rest here. If there's any other last adjustments you want to make, please do that. Listen to your body.
You'll have the next three minutes to rest in stillness. Start to make small movements of fingers and toes, hands and feet, arms and legs. Eventually, start to come over to your side and rest on your side. And then slowly back up to sitting. Find a comfortable seated posture to close the practice with hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you all for practicing today. Namaste. Namaste.